Hello and welcome to the Mind Your Leadership podcast. I'm Karen Tsuk and today I will speak with Orly Carmon, the founder and CEO of Orca, the global leadership and networking. Orca is the first and largest global networking organization for Israeli women living abroad with 23,000 members living in 50 countries. We will talk about what does it mean to lead with feminine qualities. So stay with us. It's nice to be here with you. Thank you so much, Karen. We'll be happy to hear about your path. You initiated an amazing uh, community called Orca, Global Leadership and Networking. And I was really in- interested to hear about your path, what brought you to initiate this community. So I, I will start by saying that I was growing up in a home when women leadership was something very common. And I will explain myself. I was born in a very ultra-Orthodox family. And and I saw from my mother's side and also from my father's side, both grandmothers were real leaders. And when I'm saying leaders, I'm meaning that they they, they went outside of the house and they worked, although, and I'm saying again, they were ultra-Orthodox, which is Mm -hmm. very rare because... Over there, it's just like, you know, you're staying home with the kids or either you're a teacher. And both of them were, one of them was a businesswoman and the other one was uh, leading the community. And I saw that and I grew up with a mother who was a leader. So everything that got to do with leadership is something that I got from home. And my mom used to say something that I grew up with is everything that a man can do, a woman can do better. So when you grow up with those two Uh quotes together, like you can do anything you want in life, and also you see an example, you know that a woman leadership is something very important. And Orca, the company that I established, which have now 23,000 Israeli women from 50 countries around the world. Amazing. Uh, yes, it's really amazing. Uh, it started for my own pain. I'm, you know, I think we all started our own businesses from some pain that we had, mm-hmm. because before I came, I'm we living in Canada for the for the last eleven years, and before I came to Canada, I had really good jobs in Israel. I was uh, a director in a, a high tech company, and I earn a lot of money, and I deal with uh, 10,000 of millions of dollars deals, and then I'm coming to a new country with a new language and all the, you know, you have to know the culture and you have to know how things going on. We came here because of my husband, he he got here a, a job. So I came here and I started to build my own community around me. And The one thing that I'm trying to explain to people, that every person is a leader. Every Mm. person, because leadership is to influence on somebody. You influence other people. If you will think about it, every person influence. Even the most quiet person in the world, he influenced thousands of people in his life. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to bring women to recognize that they are leaders. You don't have to be a leaders of a company or leaders of a state or a leader. Every person 
needs to look at himself as a leader. And if you think of yourself as a leader, the way you influence people is in, you have like in the back of your mind, I need to do things in the world. I need to learn how to communicate with people. I need to use my strength. And, and if we're talking about leadership in general, and if we're talking about women leadership, I think that as women, we have uh, some qualities in us. Like it's mm-hmm. not something that we have to work and think everything that got to do with relationship and empathy and compassion and to cooperate with others. It's something that as a leader, you must have. And we as women, we have it by natural. We don't even, you know, it's not something we have to go and seek for it. So just use it. So it's amazing what you're saying, because I want it resonated two things within me. First of all, this is what I call the new leadership, actually, because I what I claim that the way to lead nowadays is by self-management. First of all, we need to lead ourselves in order to lead others. And, you know, I think that the leadership, it's not one person that is a leader. It's social interaction. Each and every time other person is a leader, you know, you can be in a leader of an idea that you want to implement like you did. You can be a leader of a company. You can, so it's really a, a social process. It's not a one person leadership title or this is what I claim. I claim that it's the way place you act from and not your title. So I really agree with you that leadership, each and every one of us is a leader and we need to embrace it and to understand it and to be proactive to go toward our goals. So this is the first thing. And the second thing that you talked about is the feminine side of the leadership. First of all, it's really inspiring for me to hear that you grew in a house that leaders was the feminine side and it was natural for you because I don't think it's a natural thing at all. And I think we are in the midst of a transformation that as leaders, we need to embrace and connect to the feminine side within us, right? You say women have it, but I think it's not legitimate till now to use this part of us to be vulnerable, to be seen as weak, you know, like if I'm vulnerable and I'm connected to my feelings, I'm seen as weak. And in order to be strong, I need to show that I know the answers and to be very clear and coherent. And I think this is what's changing now. And we need to give it place because yes, maybe women have it more inside of them. I think also there's men that have this connected to that, right? I think like Nilima talked about it, we all have the feminine side and the masculine side within us, right? Part of us are connected more to the feminine side and part of us connected to the masculine. I think we need to give most place today to the feminine side within us. Uh, and this is not natural and it still looks like a weakness. What do you th- think about this? That's a really good subject, you know. I think when we see the world today and when you look at the corona time and when you look at the country that really got the way of dealing with situation, which is a horrible situation all around the world. It's a crisis. But when you look at countries like New Zealand, Germany, Finland, Taiwan, Norway, you see that they all lead by women and they they, the way they deal, we have to ask ourselves, what makes the difference? I think that what makes the difference is the fact that they share the public of what's happening. Mm-hmm. They make the public their partners. They say to the public, this is our goal. 
This is our mission. This is our war. They didn't speak like from authority side, like I know what's best and I'm going to tell you and I'm going to demand and I'm going to. And the way they spoke to the people, the way, you know, one of the things that got me is that I saw in, I think it was in April or something like that. I saw the prime minister of Norway and she was talking to a little girl and she said, you know, it's okay to be frightened. And when she said that, I don't see any male figure telling to a little girl or a little boy, listen, it's okay to be afraid. And when you say that, first of all, you you know, you say like, we are human being as leaders, we are human being. It's not like, you know, I'm the strongest one. I'm the first one. You know, some some leaders think that if they will wear masks, it will show that they are weak. And I'm like, what? If 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 you wear masks, you show that you're responsible. You mm-hmm. show that you love yourself and you love your family and you love your country and you love the people around you. So how can you even think about when you're wearing a mask? It means that you're weak. And I think as women, we have to see that. And you know, only seven percent of the leaders world are women. And I believe that when this crisis of the coronavirus will end, and it's going to end, like it's going to take maybe a year or two, and we're going we're gonna to find a solution. I think we're going to see much more feminine uh, leaders around the world mm-hmm. because people are trying to recognize that there is some quality, as you just say that, there is some qualities that we have, the fact that we know how to cooperate, the fact that we know how to listen to others, And the fear that we don't hide things from the other people. I mean, we put it on the table. This is the fact. Let's work it out together. Mm -hmm. So I believe we're going to see much more uh, leaders, women leaders around the world. I believe so. I hope so. Mm -hmm. I'm right. I can tell you a story about the difference between men and women from my own experience. Many years ago, I I became a director at one of the biggest high-tech companies in Israel. And this company was known as a very male place. I mean, there were no women except for, you know, human resource and, and marketing. That's it. And they brought me for sales, like to be a director of sales. To, you know, it's the main business of the company. And I can tell you that when I came there, I was, the, the way they treat me, now I can laugh about it, but I didn't laugh back then. Very proud, I, was like, I, I believe. I came every every night, I came home and I told my husband, I think I'm quitting, that's it. I mean, and then I remember in the back of my mind, I remember what my mom used to say and my grandmother, you remember everything a man can do, a woman can do even better. Nobody will break me. So I started dealing with people and I started having a negotiation about a very big deal, $40 million bill, the deal. When we become, you know, it's a process. Everybody who is making deals know it, like to negotiate and everything. But then we come to the last point, and I understood that if I'm going with everything from in-house, I'm going to lose the company because they gave me, for some services, they gave me a really high price. So... The only way that I thought, and I think that's a woman thinking, like, okay, I have a problem. I wanna, I wanna get this deal. It's a forty million dollar deal. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lose it because somebody from my own company needs is giving me a very high price for taking care of giving uh, services for for the deal. So I went back home. I went to sleep, and I knew 
I'm not going to, I'm not quitting. There is no way I'm quitting. I have to find solution. And then I thought about something about cooperate, like do cooperation to co- cooperate with another company. Mm-hmm. Next morning, I called to our biggest opponent. He was like, he was going against me in this deal. And I called him and I said, listen, I'm going to take this deal. Do you want to be with me? And I say, listen, I'm going to bring my, I'm going to bring, because it was a computer company. I say, I'm going to bring the hardware. You're going to, you're going to give the service because you already there in this, in the, in this company, you already have people there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to buy the services from you and we're going to go and I'm going to be the one who is on the front of the deal, but we're going to do it together. And we closed that deal. It's make a lot of noise because we were two companies, you know, it's like, it's, it's two crazy. Com- like, competitor companies, right? Competitor, two, two com- I mean, it was, he's selling the same hardware as I am. Uh-huh. And when I did that deal, I think I showed to my company where I was working. And as I told you, I was have to earn the respect. Mm-hmm. That there is something about a woman thinking. We don't think it's our ego. We uh-huh. think about what is good for the company, how we can cooperate with other people, the way we communicate, the way we can do things. It was a huge thing because, first of all, it was the first time that two, such a big company had joined together and did something like that. And, and I show them. Women bring more, more women to the company because uh-huh. women can think different, can bring something else to the table. Amazing. So you don't want the people, like the men who are listening to oh, no. <laughs> be resistant to us. So I want to clarify what you're talking about, the qualities, because I think each and every one of us can connect to these qualities. You say feminine uh, women have it much more natural, maybe, and maybe I'm not sure that all of the women, I think what you're talking about, it's really connected also to being mindful and being uh, able to act from the essence of our being and not from our ego, right? To see, to be able to connect to the broader picture and to see the common goal of all of us and to to connect. As you said, you also initiated the Orca a networking community. You know, it's connected. It's, about, it's all about connection at the end of the yes. day, right? The ability to connect with people, to connect to the broad picture, to see beyond my self-interest, right? To see the, the interest of all our company. This is qualities that we need to grow and nourish in our life in order to succeed leading successful uh, companies. Otherwise, we will be stuck in our ego, in our narrow viewpoint, and we won't be able to take it to the next level. So this is what you say. This is the qualities you have naturally within you, but I think we can also nourish them and really acting not upon our ego, telling that it's not me that achieved their goal. I'm the enabler for it. I'm promoting it, but it's beyond me. So I think these qualities that each and everyone need to embrace. And, you know, I, I agree with you that we're going toward the feminine leadership. But when I say feminine, I as you say, some of us have it more naturally, so it will be natural for them. But I think also uh, men leaders will need to embrace these qualities. Definitely. So we're talking about creativity. Mm-hmm. We're talking about being flexible. I think being flexible 
is something that every leader needs. And I think these times urge us to be flexible because if you're going only one way and you think my way or no way, you're not going to get anywhere, especially not now. Yeah. And you have to be more empathy to, to people and you have to know how to communicate with them. You have to, to respect every person. As a leader, I think what, you know, what strikes me is to see leaders who are really interesting in other people. Mm-hmm. who are not just interesting in their own kind, you know, when you're going, and you're really interesting in the people in the company. You're really interesting in the people that are under you. I can tell you that more than 20 years ago, when I was working in the biggest cellular company in Israel, I got teams of people who were, I was working um, in uh, strategic sales, like to, mm-hmm. for companies and banks and everything. So I got a um, group of people who were, under me and when I got this group of people there were like 30 people 15 of them were the sales people and the other were like back back office and everything and they had really rough time because mm-hmm. some of the sales we had like one or two of them were like always in the quotes always like so big and so amazing and everybody was cheering for them and some of them would they didn't even get their quotes they were always you know they were always behind And when I came there, I told them, listen, if you are a part of a group, we all have to be together. If you are the one who is getting your quotes and you're very happy and you always, and you, and your neighbor and your friend who is next to you is not getting into your quotes for me, you are not doing a good job because your job as a salesman is not just to bring me sales. Your job as a salesman is also to helping your friend who is sitting next to you to bring also good sales. And you have to hand by hand going and helping. And then I understood that leadership is training people. That's why I fall in love with all the life coach things and psychotherapy and everything. Because leading people is training them. Leading people is understanding that you have to make them being good it's not like if i'm a leader who is always like you know i'm amazing and everything it's not being a leader mm-hmm. it's being a leader is when you people and i remember times when we had to do things and they stay until 2 2 a.m in the morning to finish something to do and i never asked them to do that that's being mm-hmm. a leader a leader is when people are willing to do something for you when they get nothing for it. They just do it for you. So every person has to think, to ask himself, either if he's a CEO of a company, either if he's, even mom, a mom is a leader. I mean, every person, just think yourself, how do you influence other people? Do you see the good in them? And do you help them to see the good in themselves? Because That's about, you know, to put the light on other people, not mm-hmm. just on you. And I think, as I said before, every person is a leader. So when you start training ourselves, like no matter what I'm doing, I don't have to be a CEO. I don't have to be a director. I don't have to. I just need to see myself as a leader and act upon it. So you're talking about enabling people to fulfill themselves and not being afraid that people will be stronger than me. You know, I think... A lot of uh, our old mindset is in a kind of a competition. If it will be good, it will be on my own count. But you say, let's connect to really again to the abundance, 
stereo to, to the bigger picture and understand that each and every one is a unique, I call it a present, a unique quality that you can bring to the table, especially as a team. And if we will enable each and every one to grow, we will grow the team. You know, it's easy in theory, but I think a lot of people are afraid that if others will grow, it will make them smaller, right? So it's really challenging, no? What do you think? That's a, first of all, that is an amazing uh, question because I think if you have really self-confident, you understand that the people around you shine, that's, I mean, shine. what can be more amazing than the people around you shine? I mean, if you will start thinking, you know, and as a leader and as a team leader, I always think about how I can make my people be, to put them in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. When they're in the spotlight, it's good enough for me. I don't need to be in the spotlight. And then where they're bringing a good idea, I would never, ever take credit for that. I will always take them to the CEO and say, by the way, you know, this person is for my team. That was his idea. Listen, by that, everybody will know you're amazing. You don't need to tell people you're amazing. I mean, this is what I'm trying to tell people. You don't need uh-huh. to tell people how amazing you are. Just by acting, just by doing, just by making you people around you succeed and shine and doing a great job, everybody will notice you. Everybody will notice you. Don't be afraid to give the spotlight on your people. And the most thing that I hate is seeing other team leaders take all the credit for themselves and don't give it to their people. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you can't have all the idea. I mean, come on. Yeah, for sure. You have to... To be generous. To exactly. Have, to be generous and to respect people. And as you said in the beginning, and I see it as a crucial element, to see people, people want to be seen. When they feel seen, they will be with you because they want to be seen. I think this is a crucial element in uh, leading nowadays, really seeing the people beyond the instrument aspect, beyond the delivery, beyond the, the goals that we need to achieve. If someone's going through a tough time in his personal life, okay, be with them, give them the space, show it, you're with them. And it's okay that they now not in the full capacity to work, but to, when you be with them in this point, afterwards, they are with you because they understand that you see them beyond the results, so, right? I agree. A hundred percent, I agree. You have to let people know that you can see them. You can yeah. see how amazing they are. I think that's what makes our group, Orca, so unique. Because Tell me we, about a little bit uh, about all kinds. Okay, so we are going conferences all around the world. I'm also taking women to uh, explore the world to places like really unique places. Through that journey, which I'm picking the women who are joining me as I'm picking them to Orca. It's not like to get into Orca is not enough by being a woman. You have to be a certain woman who can influence people, who can, as I say, everything that we talked about in this uh, podcast, you have to see yourself as a leader. If you see yourself as a leader and you influence people, that's good enough for me. And I'm taking CEO from very big companies from all around the world. And they all together in 10, 12 days journey having the time to talk to each other and each woman brings to the table what she knows and we share ideas and we share questions and we share our challenges with a person for 12 days you can really know him and you can really connect with him and then they're friend forever there is nothing similar to that also we have a woman business club which is 
as I say, it's around the world. We are doing that uh, via Zoom. Either have listening to some lectures together, we're having network uh, meeting. We have, as I say, I'm so happy to see these women when they succeed, when they're closing deals between them, when they are mm-hmm. uh, traveling around the world and give lectures. It's, you know, for me, that's big. That's yeah. so amazing when they're getting recognition in the media. So for me, it's, uh, you know, it's, I, I feel fulfilled. I feel like I'm, yeah. yeah, I feel like this is my life mission to uh-huh. see other people, other women, especially shine, other people succeed. This is good enough for me. I mean, this is my succession. That's you know? great. I think it's yes. a, an amazing mission to connect <laughs> women and to give them place to shine and nourish and uh, impact the world. It's a really amazing uh, why that you lead nowadays because we really need it. And what I heard from your story that at the end of the day, you know what you said, people are really through the workshop and connecting together can connect in a deeper level. And you say, at the end of the day, business, it's all about connection, right? About it's relationships. All, it's so all you about enable the space to connect and to create partnership and relationship. And this is what makes them succeed because you can't succeed alone. I agree. I agree. And I tell you, we have a connection. I mean, I think when you know a person, and I really believe in intuition, and I really believe that we can see from the stomach. That's how I call it. We have an eye in the stomach. Like, it's it's a feeling. Something is telling you how you feel about a person. And you have to learn to use it. Every person has to learn how to use it. So these connections, you know, it's get to people like, when you, you can see, I know people and then it's have, we have a click and we can do business because you're not doing businesses. It's not a business business. It's people who are doing business. I thought that's what the my main reason that I was so successful in closing, you know, some like million dollars uh, deals. It's just because I understood it from the first time I put step on, on, on this industry. I understood it's not about the product. Mm-hmm. It's not about the product. It's about relationship. You build a good relationship with your client. You build a good relationship with your people. You build a good relationship. When you build a good relationship that bid on honesty, that bid on all the things that we've talked about, when you listen to people, mm-hmm. when you learn that cooperation is a part of being successful and you don't start seeing every, every person around you as somebody who is competing with you. No, mm-hmm. take away the competition. Just think about cooperation. When you change your mind from competition to cooperation, you can achieve much more in life. In every situation, as a mom, as a teacher, as a CEO, as a, as a wife, as a friend, you can achieve much more when you cooperate with other people, when you respect them, when you start thinking in a creativity way, to solve problem. When you see a problem, instead of saying, oh no, I cannot do it. And you raise your your hands up. This is what I'm trying to teach my two kids. Mm -hmm. There is nothing that you cannot do. There is no problem that you cannot solve with creativity. And I think that's a crucial thing to be a leader, to be creative and to learn how to cooperate with others. Yeah, I agree with you. Although you gave a lot of tips now before we wrap up, do you have a specific tip that you want to give to our listeners? I can say that just be yourself, because if you will try to always impress other people, 
is like giving the key for your own happiness to other people. Because some people are going to love you and some people are going to hate you. And if you will always, as, especially as a leader, if you will go around the world and think, oh, does he like it? No, you're not going to get anywhere. Just be honest with yourself, be authentic. And as I say, just learn how to communicate with, without putting it in your head all the time. Does he like it? Does he not like it? Just, just be authentic. When you're authentic, everything's, you know. That's amazing. You know, it's a good uh, closure because it will bring us to the beginning that we talked about authenticity, vulnerability. And first of all, I think it's a great tip because I think especially, I don't know, I think a lot of women are really in a pleaser state of mind. They need to love me and if I do things that they don't love me. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong and it's not only a, a woman quality. I believe that also men feel like this sometimes, but I think to be a pleaser is a really aspect that we need to let go in order to succeed and to bring our really true color and be authentic. And it reminds me a story that I posted yesterday, two days ago. You know, usually I post when I'm lecturing and, you know, sharing stuff, but Two days ago, I had a really tough day and I went to the sea with myself and then I took a photo of the sea and then I understood that I need to post about it. And I wrote a really an emotional post. Usually I don't write such an emotional and I was very vulnerable there, but I was really authentic. I, it was in a deeper level that usually I post. And I put it on myself. I don't know, I, I felt that I need to do it and I did it this time. Because, you know, I really teach people to be mindful and to connect to their feelings and Sometimes there are positive feelings and sometimes there are a hard feeling like sadness, like, you know, I, I believe that you need to be connected to this feeling and to give them space and then they can transform. Otherwise, instead of managing our emotion, we will act upon it. So I wrote this post and, and then a good friend of mine called me. This good friend called me three days before and told me that I'm amazing and I'm really inspiring and really and brilliant. He really likes me and he really loves me. He knows me for 20 years and he's also a CEO in the industry. And then he called me yesterday after he saw the post. And first of all, he said, okay, first of all, I, know, I want to know that you're okay. I said, yes. Second of all, take the post off. I said, why? Because you are strong and you need to show people that in this challenging time, you need to be strong and you show weakness and it's, um, I don't think it's a good thing. And you need to show them it's okay. People are looking for inspiration. And I told him, you know, this is the new leadership. We have challenges. I and you I need agree. to be vulnerable and, and authentic. And I'm showing that I'm not only talking what I say, I also live according to it. And yes, sometimes I'm vulnerable. I think to show weakness is a strength, not a weakness. So this is the change of paradigm that we need to have. So I think it's really a good story because it shows us, and he really loves me. He did it from a good place, but it shows us how it's tough for some of us to connect to this vulnerability and to really dare to be there. I agree with you 100%. I learned in life that when you're a strong person, you, you're not afraid to show your weaknesses. Because if, you, if you're strong, it's okay. I'm also weak. I mean, it's not like just, but if you're always thinking about what other people think, if they will think I'm weak, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm having a bad day. Oh my God, no, they, I always have to be happy. It's fake. It's not real. Because if you're really strong, you can see your real feelings. You can see your, your weaknesses. This is, and also, this is what means to be strong. To be strong is show really who you are, not hiding behind, I'm so strong, I'm so amazing, please don't see, because it's fake, it's not real. 
we all have our blue days. I mean, yeah. just, it's okay. And I think, by the way, that by posting this post, writing those things, you got much more people who are going to love you and who are going to connect with you than just saying, oh, you're so strong. Because when you're giving a model that I'm so strong mm-hmm. and I'm not always strong, I'm like, wow, she's, psh, I can never be like that. Yeah. So it's makes me look weak, right? Yeah. Because if you're so strong and I'm like a normal person, I'm like, wow, it's make me look weaker because I'm, but when you are, can share the world how you really feel. And, and that's being a real leader. It's not by saying I am not wearing masks because it's going to make me think, it's going to make me look weak. It's like saying I'm going to wear masks because I care about yourself. I care about myself. I care and I'm giving examples. So it's 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 just to start Leading by example at the end of the day, right? It's exactly. Pretty- exactly. And leading is leading by example. You cannot say one thing and do the other. You cannot. I mean, who is going to believe you? I mean, you're not a leader. You're a fake person who is, uh, you know, quoting other people's books. Uh, it's yes, people, at the end of the day, people react to what they feel from you, from the being that you resonate beyond the words, right? The words are nice, but people won't buy into your words if they won't feel coherence between who you are and what you say. Exactly. So this is being exactly. authentic. Is they have to see, like, I mean, and, and people, you know, people can see that fake for miles. People realize yeah. that. People smell that. People, that's why when, when you see around people, when they are real leaders, you see how people react to them. Because they know it's real, whatever mm-hmm. you see. As I, as you say, I mean, I have weaknesses. I have a blue day. It's fine. Yeah. And I have to tell you, if a leader on those 10 months of the world crisis, nearly a year, haven't shown his people that he was weak, I think that's a, that's a big no-no. Mm-hmm. Because as being a leader, you have to, to tell your people, listen, this is a bad Time. It doesn't mean that I have to, you know, break down or anything. But mm-hmm. if I will tell my people, listen, it's a bad situation. I mean, it's it's a crisis. We're it's all together crisis. in it. Yes, right. I mean, we are all together in. But if somebody's like trying to say, no, listen, it's all okay. It's all it's fake. It's fake, yeah. and you have to be honest. So we are starting by being honest. We're starting by showing who you really are and by showing your weaknesses. And I think that's amazing. I'm going to, to now, read the post. I'm very interesting to go and read that post <laughs> because, you know, you make me, you. <laughs> yeah. So Oli, thank you very much for being with us. It was really inspiring and keep up the great work. Thank you so much for having me. I was really having lots of fun. Thank you for, for this pleasure. amazing conversation with, you know, inspired me now to go and write my own Blue Day uh, post. <laughs> This was Orly Carmon. Hope you enjoyed our conversation and you're invited to follow us on our Mind Your Leadership podcast to subscribe in order to know when we upload a new episode. And you are invited to follow us also on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, etc. Till the next episode, take care and bye-bye.